Welcome to the Money Puzzle. Uh, I'm Brian Ramsey. That is Eric Douglas there. And um, today, yeah, well, would you get the OK sign or what was no, it? I was just saying hello. Oh, saying yeah. hello. All right. So I was in. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is an interesting one. So what we try to do during this podcast is really we sit down every week and say, well, what is it? What is it that people are talking about when they come in here? And then we sort of generate ideas for the podcast on that. Or if somebody sends us, um, you know, a comment to say, hey, talk about the subject, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. But this one actually came from uh, clients that have been coming in or prospective clients, because we do a TV show as well. And so we get a lot of folks coming in from the TV show uh, and they're not current clients. And so we get all kinds of wild questions and wild topics that people want to talk about. But there is... I'd say over the last couple of weeks, we figured out there is sort of a common theme that we're hearing, especially from our TV callers. Would you not agree with that? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so that common theme is that when <coughs> someone comes in, they're nervous about the market, especially where the markets are today. We're not going to go down that road and talk about how awful they are, or whether it's a recession <laughs> or inflation or whatever. We, we've beaten that horse to yeah. death already. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but this leads to it. So um, it is important that when markets are kind of wonky, um, you have a tendency to start asking around what you should be doing about retirement topics, what you should do about investment topics, about refinancing your mortgage or buying a house or buying a car, whatever. This has a tendency to reach out. And so we get a lot of folks that are coming in from the TV show and they start telling us, Oh, well I'm doing this or I'm doing that or I'm contributing to this. And we go, well, where, where, where did, you know, where did this come from? How did this strategy come about? And what do they say? Well, they asked their neighbor or they asked a friend or they, they, they talked to someone else. And, and, and part of, you know, why this also came up, too, is because we, we were talking about this earlier. And, you know, we, we started noticing, you know, obviously we're, we're seeing some more clients come in the door or prospects, I should say, come in the door that have never worked with anyone before. Um, but usually there's a, a nonlinear path that prospective clients take before they ever even enter our office. So one thing I've I've noticed a couple different things. I've noticed a a, a funny little graphic that I thought really put into perspective what I've been seeing lately. You know, if, if, if you have an issue with your back, where do you go? You call a doctor, right? If you're going to build a building, who do you call? You call an architect. You know, if you're going to go get advice, you know, law advice or, or anything, any kind of guidance as it pertains to, you know, to, to the law, you call a lawyer. What we have found traditionally, and, and this is, and I also started seeing this in some Facebook DIY groups. I went down a rabbit hole one day through looking at Facebook he DIY that groups. Quite a bit, yeah, by the way. yeah, I, I, I go down rabbit holes sometimes, but I was going down these rabbit holes of Facebook DIY groups where all these people get together and they're just asking random questions, and none of it's it's just maybe it's moderated by by people in the industry, but you're not seeing people with questions about financial planning or looking for financial advice go to financial advisors. They go to (laughs) their neighbors. They go to CNBC. They go to Dave Ramsey. (laughs) They go to, uh, oh, what's the other lady you see on on TV? The the name uh, is escaping me. Susie Orman. Susie Orman. They go to Susie Orman, right? They go to all these different places, and none of these people are really qualified to give advice to anyone's in particular situation. They, They do everything they can to get advice from someone who is not really professionally... Uh, one licensed <laughs> or acting as a fiduciary that's qualified to give you know advice in their best interest, um, and, and so that's why the, uh, that's part of the reason we came up with this 
topic of conversation right. today. So um, I don't know how, if you want me to expand on it or if you want to expand on it yourself, but it's just been interesting to see that, you know, it, and we talk about this a lot, you know, if, if, and this is an example that Chris was giving as well, even further than that, because it's one thing to go talk to your neighbor who may be an accountant, but if, and this is going to go back to that doc, doctor analogy earlier, if you're having an issue with your knee, you don't go see a cardiac surgeon. <laughs> you go see an orthopedic specialist, right? You go see someone who's specifically, uh, you know, who's specifically able to handle whatever issue that you have. Um, just as accountants serve a valuable place in our world, and we work with obviously a number of CPAs, um, just as estate planning lawyers have a place in our industry as well, but they don't do the exact same thing that we do. That doesn't mean they're necessarily qualified to answer the same types of questions that we are qualified to answer. Yeah, and here, here's a here's another little interesting uh, tidbit on that piece, and that is, um, I, I would 100% agree with you, right? We've yeah. talked about this over and over. But the one thing that is really interesting is that most of the referrals we get are are they're not clients our clients that have asked our clients, hey, I'm looking for a financial advisor. Who would you refer me to? That's different, right, than going yeah. to your neighbor and saying, hey, what are you doing about Social Security? When did you take Social Security? Which is the one I got this week. They went, literally went to their neighbor and said, when did you take Social Security? Well, I took it at 62. Okay, well, that's next year for me. I'm going to take it at 62. And they come in and it's like, why in the world would you do that? You're still working. Why would you even, yeah. you know, that's a whole different, that's a different, speaking of rabbit holes, we go down rabbit <laughs> hole on that one. But that's the point is you can certainly ask, and I'll give you an example. I tore my foot up. I'm not yeah. going to tell you how. It was really stupid on my part. But I did. I tore my ankle up pretty good. And I called a friend of mine and said, who do you think I ought to go see? I'm still going to see a foot specialist. But I just asked somebody for a referral on who they should go see. I didn't ask that person who is a who is a doctor, by the way. Uh, I didn't say, well, what do you think about my foot? I didn't say that. I said, who should I go see uh, about this? And he sent me to a foot specialist. So that's the point, and I think that's the point we're trying to get across with this topic. Is it's okay to ask who you should go see? It's another thing to actually ask an expert for that. No different than um, than you know that person. I do know that person. Yes. <laughs> Just out the corner of my house, somebody walking down the house. Well, uh, my wife was walking. Yeah, the so, way, hey, yeah, knows so. that person. Uh, but again, that's the point: is um, when you're talking about finances, you you cannot ask your neighbor about your particular situation because though that advice they're giving you is based on their experience. It's not based on your particular situation, your experience. Funny, funny story. So a client of mine uh, I talked to, I guess it's about, it's been about a couple months now, uh, was telling me, you know, hey, uh, I have someone on, you know, want you to talk to. Is it okay if I give them your, your name and number? Yeah, absolutely. It was an old colleague of his because he, you know, my client retired last year. We, I'd actually been working with him about two years prior to him actually retiring. And we did a, a wealth of retirement planning yep. uh, ahead of time. So he's well prepared and we, you know, we did all that stuff, right? So, so he's comfortable. He's good to go. And his, an old colleague of his is actually in the same boat, same company, mm -hmm. same type of situation, very similar type of situation. That individual had gone to my client and asked, you know, for help. Hey, what was it that you did? My client specifically told him, this is who I talked to. This is who I worked with. Right. He helped me. Here is his information. I talked to my client about a month later and he was like, did, 
did I won't say his name, yeah, but did so but yeah. did so and so ever call you? Yeah. Uh, I was like, no, actually, he didn't. You want to give me his number? And he gave me his number. Um, but he said, why didn't he? He's he's like that idiot. He was supposed to have called you by now. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. Right. <laughs> I told him to call you, and he hasn't called you yet. Yeah. And so it's kind of funny his reaction because he he knows that his buddy is not qualified to do it himself he knew that he wasn't qualified to do it himself either yeah. this is someone who does not work in the finance industry a completely separate industry right, right? Um, but he, he did well for himself and I would imagine his his colleague has done pretty well for himself as well but it was interesting because I still haven't heard from his friend yeah. I even called him left him a couple of messages and I still haven't heard, heard I still haven't heard from that referral yet uh, yeah. so so it's interesting the number of people like you know that that's still even after they've been told they need to go talk to someone still have that hesitancy to actually go and do it right yeah, and it, what's, what also we have found is, what's, what I'll tell you what's been really super interesting is we meet prospective clients in several different venues. Uh, we do adult literacy programs, uh, financial literacy programs. Uh, that That is a sort of a different experience with us because, yeah. you know, it's either a night or two nights of a program. We're talking about financial planning. We're talking about different aspects of planning and how we address it or what's the common mistakes we see clients make. That's that's one version. We also have the TV show, which is really a thirty-minute topic that we do. Uh, we we get into you know some detail, not in, not a lot of detail, because typically when we're doing our financial adult literacy programs, those can be two hours, six hours, depending on what type of program we're doing. But in a thirty-minute TV show, we're typically talking about a topic and keeping it super high level. So we get folks that call in from there, and, and what's interesting is. We'll ask them, you know, of course, we ask them how they, you know, how they got to us and all that good stuff. And we ask them what their concerns are. What are they there for? They give us a list of, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Uh, sometimes they said, well, I'm already taking Social Security. Okay, well, how'd you make that decision? Or uh, here's how I'm investing my assets. Well, how'd you make that decision? Uh, contributing to a 529 plan. Well, what prompted you to do that? Yeah. How much are you putting in there? Is there a reason behind all that? We want to find out what, what's, what's going on up there that's caused them to do this. Uh, and what's interesting is, um, I'll bet you if we go back and ask, you know, when when you, you know, uh, for example, uh, do you mow your own yard? Well, some people are going to say yes, some people are going to say no. Okay, well, what did you do? Well, I called around. I got a referral. Uh, and I have called that person and said, hey, you know, come in and, uh, you know, and mow my yard or do my landscaping or whatever. Same thing with a dentist. Same thing with a primary care physician. All the things that we know... Uh, uh, an auto mechanic who, where, how did you, you know, what, how did you select to put tires on your car or brake? And all those are really in the grand scheme of things, small decisions, but yeah. we're talking about managing your largest asset you'll ever have in your entire life and managing of your largest expense you're ever going to have during your lifetime, which is taxes. And you don't, you don't go to an expert for that, but mm -hmm. you'll go to an expert to mow your yard or, you go to an expert to put tires on your car. I mean, again, it, it just goes back to the little things that people focus attention on to yeah. call an expert, but yet the most expensive or the most ex biggest expense, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, and managing the largest asset you're ever going to have throughout your lifetime, and a lot of people don't reach out to an expert for help. They'll reach, out, they'll reach out to their neighbor or they'll go to a yeah. Facebook group and ask a bunch of other people in the same category as themselves, yeah. a I bunch just, of other consumers that, and ultimately, and going back to that Facebook group rabbit hole I went down, I'm watching some of these answers to some of these questions that people are posing and I'm like sh just shuddering in disbelief. Like, 
the, the, you, one, these people are not qualified to be giving advice, and most of the advice that they're giving are just not very good. Well, so a perfect example, as we were uh, discussing the topic for the show, Chris, our other partner, had said that he had a new client. I think it was uh-huh. new, right? I think, yeah, it was new. Yeah. Uh-huh. A new client had come in, and his he got advice. I don't remember exactly it was from an advisor or somebody else. He was turning 65, and he needed to, uh, to for, for Medicare, he was told that he could sign up for Medicare, let's say, at the end of the month uh, after he, re- had he turned 65. He was right? told it was up to three months after he turned yeah, yeah. 65. Um, and now that client has been uninsured and will, I guess, has applied now. But he went through a, a point where he was uninsured, which now there's a penalty that that client or that person will pay for the rest of his life through Medicare because he didn't get proper advice. Again, I don't know where he got the advice. I forgot what Chris said. But that's one of those things that, again, if you're working with a good, solid advisor and you plan well in advance, we have those conversations with clients to say it's three months prior to you turning 65. Yeah, not three months months after. after. Uh, That's why you do it three months prior, uh, so you don't pay the penalty. And and I hate to say it, too. I mean, it's also a function of, you know, just want so much bad press about what we do or our industry as a whole that I think makes people reticent to – reach out in the first place and get advice or maybe not even trust the advice that they're going to get because you hear so much conflicting information CNB. You know, we, we've had we've done episodes about yep. this oh, about yeah. the, the financial news media and and all the stuff that they are out there you know they're, they're out there one selling product because you have insurance companies and other mutual fund companies and they're I mean they're all buying advertising on these TV stations so they're going to put out certain agenda items right um, and it's going to be bad news all the time and and most of the news is going to be catered to traders not investors so it's going to be different types of advice and it's just there, there's so much you can read and get into if you're trying to do it yourself. The problem is you don't understand what's qualified for you or what's going to be the best advice for your specific situation. And that's where, you know, coming to us or someone like us uh, who, who understands how to apply all of that information out there and yep. apply it to your specific situation in a way that's going to be most conducive and most efficient for your specific situation. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 yeah. that's it. That's, I couldn't have said any better. Uh, again, the purpose of this conversation is really just to say if if you're trying to seek financial advice from a neighbor, from a colleague, from anybody else, that that's not what they do for a living, uh, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure. Uh, and and there, look, you can do a lot of DIY stuff. You can Google search all you want. But I can promise you if you do that, they're not nothing out there is going to be able to tell you. You have to make sure that all these ducks fit in a row or all your puzzle pieces, if you will, sort of fit together. They'll tell you all your puzzle pieces, but they're never going to tell you how all those puzzle pieces fit together. Um, And another perfect example is, uh, and I'll make this super quick, but we had a client that called and said, hey, I'm two years away from retirement. What do we do? And I'm like, okay, ball game totally changes. We were focused on your accumulation phase of life. Now we're getting to the income phase of life. And we have a very specific process we walk through about two years before you retire. We have to set things in place so that, uh, and I won't get into it today. That's another uh, another conversation for another podcast. But, and after we got the phone, she was like, I feel so much better knowing that there is something that you guys put in place and that I don't have to worry about money uh, when I get into retirement for at least the first 15 years. And I'm like, well, absolutely. We just never talked about it because we weren't to that point yet. Uh, and that's another thing that if you Google search, they're never going to say you, they're never going to tell you 
12 to 24 months before retirement, you need to start putting things in place uh, so that when you retire, you flip a switch and all of a sudden you're in the income phase. Retirement planning, the distribution phase of your retirement is a completely different topic, a completely different animal from the yeah. accumulation phase, like you just said. Accumulation phase, I don't want to say it's it's easy. It's not easy. You, you definitely still need a plan, but it's a lot less nuanced. You, yeah. you know, you, you put away as much money as you possibly can, you invest it and leave it alone and let it grow. There you go. That's the accumulation phase. It's an entirely different animal when you actually start taking distributions and start paying yourself, start receiving an income from the investments that you, you know, established during the accumulation phase. And there's so many different ways to go about creating those income streams. Um, it, it's just a matter of what's going to be most optimal for your specific situation. And there's not a lot of DIY stuff out there that's going to really s steer you in the, in, in the right direction. Yep. So. All right, that's it for another week. Uh, again, purpose of this was just to say seek the, the advice of a professional. That's as about as plain and simple as we can get it. Um, and if you want to come see us, come see us. Uh, Miss Producer is going to put our information on the screen. Uh, you're more than welcome to call us. You can go to our website, sign up for a complimentary meeting. Uh, we do that for everybody. Uh, come in and kind of kick the tires, ask questions, bring us your concerns and say, how would you guys address it? We're happy to uh, walk you down that path. And if you like what you hear, you can do business with us. So uh, that's it for another week. I'll let Eric sign us off. And just make sure you tune in each and every week because uh, we do produce content every week. We also have a uh, bourbon podcast that we produce that goes out on Fridays, so make sure you tune into that. That's probably our biggest following is the Bourbon Podcast. And then we also have a TV show that comes out. Check your local listings uh, because that may be changing channels very soon. So that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, if you are listening, we would greatly appreciate it as well if you actually go to our YouTube channel. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you're actually subscribing to receive our content. Um, and if you're listening to us on podcast, go find us. Go look up The Money Puzzle on YouTube. Pretty easy to find us and, and make sure you're subscribing to our content there. One, you'll be the first to uh, see any new content that we drop, but it definitely helps us get the word out uh, to other people that might be able to benefit from anything that we have to say uh, here within our, our ramblings here in the office. So once again, I appreciate you listening. appreciate you watching. See you next time. The information given herein is taken from sources that IFP Advisors, LLC, doing businesses, independent financial partners, IFP, IFP Securities, doing businesses, IFP, and its advisors believed to be reliable, but it is not guaranteed by us as to accuracy or completeness. This is for informational purposes only and in no event should be construed as an offer to sell or solicitation of an offer to buy any securities or products. Please consult your tax and or legal advisor before implementing any tax and or legal related strategies mentioned in this publication as IFP does not provide tax and or legal advice. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and do not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs of individual investors. This report may not be reproduced, distributed, or published by any person for any purpose without IFP's express prior written consent. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, doing business as independent financial partners, IFP, Memra of FINRA and SIPC, investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, doing business as IFP, a registered investment advisor. IFP and Family Wealth Planning Partners are not affiliated. The information given herein is taken from sources that IFP Advisors, LLC, doing business as IFP, 
IFP Securities LLC doing business as IFP and its advisors believe to be reliable, but it is not guaranteed by us as to accuracy or completeness. This is for informational purposes only and in no event should be construed as an offer to sell or solicitation of an offer to buy any securities or products. Please consult your tax and or legal advisor before implementing any tax and or legal related strategies mentioned in this publication as IFP does not provide tax and or legal advice. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and do not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs of individual investors.